Hey there, welcome to the Universe Pondering Itself podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Radiance. If you're looking for a way to manifest goodness, money, your greatest dreams, you have come to the right place. I'm so stoked you're here. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get started. Hello, Irma. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Can you hear me fine? Oh, yeah, I can hear you great. Oh, good. Awesome. So would you like to take a moment to tell the listeners who you are and what you do? Uh, Sure, yeah. Hi, um, my name is Irma, and I'm a habit coach. I help individuals break the cycle of procrastination, changing their current habits, and helping them create more productive habits. I love that. That's amazing. I think we need more of that in the world, more accountability with direct action. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. But then, of course, being a habit coach, I do believe that habits is is not just about being productive and overcoming procrastination. Our um, whole daily life is made up of small little habits from the time we wake up, like whether we prefer coffee or tea, whether we're taking the bus or the car or driving to work. It's, it's all a community of small little habits every single day. Very true. I agree wholeheartedly. And just those little tiny habits make up little subsets of your day and just being intentional with how you want to set up those habits I think make all the difference in helping you achieve your greatest dreams, right? (laughs) Yes, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) When we're talking about forming habits and how that fits with us achieving our dreams, do you feel like you're in a position where you are on the path towards achieving your dreams? I have a lot of dreams, quite a number of dreams. And and I always encourage people to share their dreams, you know, just put it out there. doesn't matter how outrageous it might be because the more you say it out the more it might attract other people or at least you never know who's gonna hear your dreams there might be people out there who's good, who's able to help you with your dreams right but it's yeah it's, the, it's so true it's the goal that you have to to keep private because you don't really need to share with people what you're planning to do what your game plan is yeah Please. let your actions speak for themselves yeah, yeah, let the action speak for themselves. That's right. And the game plan is where you actually set out, um, set up your list of habits that you want to change. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't believe in um, removing a habit totality. How we cultivate our habits is based on the things that we do on a regular basis, and mm-hmm. this creates a pathway in our uh, in our mind, the, the neurons, if, if you must. Uh, just gonna get a little. A little scientific here because please do i feel like that's exactly what the listeners are interested in is scientifically proven techniques and strategies for improving their life yeah because when we're doing something for the first time you know people always say that when you're doing something for the first time you're going to be really bad at it mm-hmm. but the more you do it the more you practice it creates a, a kind of muscle memory and mm-hmm. this muscle memory is not exactly in the muscles it's actually the neurons that's being created in your in your brain the the pathway that is being created in your brain and once the pattern is already there that's when the circuitry is has already been formed and that's when the neuron starts flowing at ease and that's when you find the more you practice doing something the easier it gets 
but when yeah. you and this actually applies to like all kind of habits where there's good habits or bad habits or healthy or unhealthy habits and when you talk about removing a habit or stopping a habit totally right it's kind kind of like blocking that pathway abruptly and you know what happens like when you have a river and then suddenly you just drop a dam there without without any other pathways for the water to flow it would just overflow over the riverbank right so it's kind of like the same thing when you suddenly just stop the secretary just like that there are times where you would feel like something is not right like every day every morning right. when you grab a coffee you would grab a donut and then suddenly you just go cold turkey and you just abruptly stop and you would feel like something is not right and that's where you you would get this uh revenge feeling you know right oh i didn't get my donut this morning so i'm going to get two donuts for lunch instead you know oh yeah yeah the mind likes to like play games with itself and just like try to like make excuses based on maybe modeling like what they've seen being modeled in society or like what they watch on tv you know it's interesting <laughs> the way humans operate <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And we're always trying to compensate for the things that we lost. So when we try to um stop Very a true. bad habit or an unhealthy habit, it's always good to find a replacement instead of just stopping it abruptly. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. do more of the good stuff and less of the bad stuff. For example, your habit is to have a donut every morning with your coffee. So you can still purchase something to eat, something to munch on with your with your coffee, but just replace it with something healthier you know instead of a donut maybe grab a, something else like a, a plain croissant or something like that something just a yeah, little bit yeah exactly right? just like switch it up a little bit like variety yeah. is the spice of life mm-hmm. exactly because the habit that has already been formed in your mind is for you to drink something and chew on something so when mm-hmm. you suddenly stop the chewing and you just stick to the drinking your your mind is not able to it understands that oh something is not right you know And then mm-hmm. when when um the craving starts coming in and it will come with a vengeance <laughs> that's when you end up <laughs> yeah <laughs> you so end true. up with donuts instead of just one donut <laughs> <laughs> can't stop it just one it's like the donut monster instead of the cookie monster ah mini donuts <laughs> <laughs> Regardless of my intentions, me need donuts. And <laughs> <laughs> this this practice actually applies to pretty much all our habits. It's not just about what you eat, it's also about um your sleeping habits, your morning routine, um your how you do your work, your, how you get productive. Um, That's wonderful that it's universally applicable. Yeah. You know? Because when we talk about habits most people would think or at least when we talk about healthy habits most people would think that oh it's all about um having a healthy diet, eating the right kind of food, but I believe that I was years ago I was way into fitness. I was like a gym rat and there was actually a time where I was counting my micros like my macros. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's hilarious. Same here. <laughs> but then I realized that it's not about the numbers. Right. It's more of what are the good things that you do more of and what are the bad things that you do less of. That's mm-hmm. where you find the, the sweet spot. You see, you can still have your sugar, you can still have your treats, but knowing the fact that it's not going to be good for you if you eat too much of it, then you just consume a little lesser and you just eat more of what is good, like your greens or less of the carbs if your body is not good with gluten, right? And right. Yeah, so you just have to find the, the right balance and this exactly. this technique is actually applicable to pretty much any kind of habit that you would want to replace. So 
I, I don't believe in the phrase of breaking the habit. You know, I always say it's always better to try to replace a habit rather than just breaking the habit. Mm-hmm. Very true. As you're, as you're mentioning all of this, I'm reminded of class I took at Harvard for willpower psychology. Mm-hmm. And we had to do a self-monitoring technique for, uh, I think it was like a 10-day uh, self-monitor process where we checked in uh, and did kind of like a mental audit where I said, what would we like to keep doing more of? What would we like mm-hmm. to stop doing? Mm-hmm. And it kind of relates back to what you were saying. Like, we're not so much trying to break habits. We're more just trying to create subtle like new neural pathways to summon you know greatness but it's not an overnight process it takes time yeah definitely definitely takes time it takes time to cultivate a bad habit Mm -hmm. uh, so it's going to take time to cultivate a good habit as well we don't suddenly just wake up and decide to have a chocolate bar every single day and (laughs) suddenly just wake up and decide to procrastinate every single day it, mm-hmm. it, it takes time for it to be a habit. So it applies for both good and bad habits. Yeah, very true. I wonder if you could speak on like um, habit forming behaviors, like more like addictive behaviors. Cause I, I know that um, there's a number of listeners who sometimes, you know, they, they do struggle with like, maybe, maybe alcoholism like runs in their family and they're doing mm-hmm. their best to negate that habit and trying mm-hmm. to, to keep it at bay as best they can. Do you have any advice for someone who might be going through that? Well, this is this is more of the area of vices. So mm-hmm. usually when we have vices, there's usually underlying, underlying reasons because of it. And mm-hmm. we're always trying to cover up something when we have this kind of vices because I used to smoke. I used to be a smoker. I used to be a, mm-hmm. a, a heavy smoker, like probably two packs a day. And oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that's not the case anymore, lovely. I want you to live long time. <laughs> and, like for me, that was that was my vice. And I, I I never knew why I continued on smoking. I started out because of my peer pressure. You know, when you're in high school, everybody's doing it. So you're doing you just wanna be cool. So <laughs> Right, right. You kinda wanna blend in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. When people are talking about addiction or, or smoking addiction in in particularly to my case, I found out that some of my friends are smoking because they wanna avoid uh, snacking. So mm, that's interesting. I suppose you there, there's always some underlying issues to get a professional help, like talk to a therapist or something, because you might never know yeah. what exactly it is that you're trying to cover up. Totally. Yeah. Maybe in the show notes for this episode, I can present some resources people could turn to. So. Mm-hmm. Let's change focus points here a little bit. So let's back up. So how did you get to be a habit coach? I'm sure many of the listeners might be curious about that. What brought on that transformation? What did you do before you were a habit coach? Well, my my transformation, like I shared with you previously on our initial call, right? My transformation mm-hmm. was not an overnight thing. There wasn't like an aha, suddenly a sudden epiphany that I had one day. It was, it was gradual and it was mm-hmm. um, over a span of, uh, about 10 years or so when i was a teenager uh like any other teenager i had teenage angst right i was always so angry with the world i felt like the whole world was against me and nobody was on my side and i was very much stuck in uh the victim mindset 
I was always thinking that everybody's out to get me, that I, I'm always to be blamed. And when something goes wrong, it's always because somebody else's mistake, not my mistake. Mm-hmm. But as we, as I moved on into adulthood, all my friends, all my peers, they kind of outgrew this victim mindset. But I, I was not able to. So I brought this mindset all the way into adulthood. And can you imagine go, starting out your first job and when things go wrong, you, you find it difficult to admit it's because of the fact that this is your first job and it's because your mentor is the one who's not doing the right way of teaching you with the methods. Oh, <laughs> like I might <laughs> take a step back here. This might not be serving me in the highest light. Like, uh, let me get a little perspective shift. <laughs> you are not the sensei I am looking for. Okay, I can accept that. Moving on. <laughs> in, my, in my 20s, I was still struggling with that. You know, I was still struggling with it. And I was upset and angry all the time. And um, it actually escalated to the point where I became suicidal. Um, I've had uh, quite a number of attempts. And there was just one day when I realized that suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary issue. Mm, you know, I know so that there's a way out. The only reason why I wanted to end my life is because I couldn't find a way out. Mm. So after I recognized that, that's when I decided that if I want to stop living like this, if I want to stop being like this and losing friends and being disconnected from my family members, I have to do something. I mean, I have to take control of my life. This is my life. Just because I feel that the world is being unfair to me, I'm not going to end it. I mean, why should I throw my life away because the world is unfair? I have to... Uh, exactly. I have to work harder. I have to put in more effort. You know, I have to find ways to so-called trick the system or be smarter than the system. You know. Yes. Wow. That's so inspirational. Thank you for sharing that. You know, because I too have also felt you know in that way, and I feel like it, to go through that experience is a soul awakening. Yeah. I started talking to other people. I'm just gonna backtrack a little bit. A couple of years mm-hmm. before that, I came across this book by Stephen Covey, uh, Convey, mm-hmm. Seven Habits of Highly Effective Teenagers. This oh, nice. is actually the teenage version of the Seven Habits of the Highly Effective People. The oh, original wow. cool. So. The teenage version was actually written by the son of the original daughter of the original author. Ah, not many people know that, but yeah, everybody knows the original book. But right. the teenage version kind of like attracted me because I was, I think, I was eighteen at that time, and okay. the content was like so much easier for a teenage, for a young mind to absorb. I read easily the book. digestible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> because it had like little comics and quips uh, throughout. It wasn't it wasn't like a typical dry self development book. So. <laughs> gotcha. Less less text, more like interaction with like things of that yeah, nature. It, it, was, it was basically it was cool. just an easy read, and it was fun. It was fun to read. But unfortunately, whatever it is that I learned from that book, I did not implement it. So I did not apply what I learned. So mm. and there was since there was no nobody there to keep me accountable, that book just ended up collecting dust on my bookshelf, and I totally forgot about it until um, uh, until I rediscovered it um, in my mid twenties, if I'm not mistaken. Then oh. I started reading it. Yeah, oh. and I kind of like kicked myself in the butt because I was like, the answer is right in front of me all these years. Where have I been looking? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny how that works out in life where so many things, it's like Murphy's Law, like it's right in front of you. Oh, 
oh, I just had to open my eyes and see. Yeah, exactly. This is the reason why people always say, clean your room, declutter your room. Yeah, right. Because you never know what treasure you're going to unearth. It's like Christmas every day. (laughs) (laughs) And the best thing about that book is because the first chapter itself, uh, it talked about the habit of being proactive instead of reactive. Mm, and I, I love that. You could, you could say that that was my aha moment um, yeah. when I read that book. Because I realized that, oh, I've been reactive all this while. Mm. All the bad things that's been happening to me, I kind of like make it worse by reacting to it. Mm-hmm. Right? And mm-hmm. if only I could have been proactive instead. Like when my mom is upset with me, instead of reacting to her, her being upset, I could have taken a step further and truly have a conversation with her and ask her what exactly is upsetting you? What have I done wrong that is actually upsetting you instead of getting into an argument with her and right, trying right. to trying to fight her with who who made more mistakes, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. The blame game is never a good game. It's never yeah. a fun game. <laughs> Yeah. Instead of going down the blame game drain, (laughs) (laughs) you could, you know, seek to communicate, you know, to to be understood and and to be heard, but also to listen. Like, I love that. So um, that was, I suppose that was the point where I started focusing on my personal growth, but Mm -hmm. it wasn't, um, there was a lot of up and downs. There was a lot of distraction and I got distracted a lot. That's mm. the reason why my whole self-growth or self-development journey took over the span of 10 years because I got distracted a lot. And there were times where I was good, but there were times where I was like, oh, not so good. So I weren't not, I wasn't really keeping up with the habits. That's life, so baby. I, <laughs> right away. <laughs> but I know, I because it takes so much work and, and having this kind of self-awareness to mm-hmm. know uh, whether you're being reactive or you're being proactive and have any other habits that, that having that self-awareness itself it takes a lot of energy especially when you're you're not used to it right you oh, have to concern yeah and check in with yourself the the last i suppose rock bottom that i hit was when i got divorced about three years ago mm-hmm. and the relationship with my ex-husband was not good because yeah. I recognize my own journey and I know that I'm so much better than how I was when I was in my 20s. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. instead of having that victim mindset, I was stuck in an ego mindset. So, oh. so yeah, that might have been like why you attracted a partner who was kind of like operated on the same kind of wavelength. But now yeah. you're not operating on that wavelength. So you're like, uh, this isn't working. <laughs> yeah it was it was something like that because i kept feeling like i went through my journey and and so i have the right to tell you what you should and should not do you know i was in mm-hmm. that that position and of course when when ego is in the mix it always doesn't work out right right so it, it, things always end up going wrong so yep. he had expectations him, are never met Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and of course, there are a whole bunch of other things like you should have done that. I should have done this. You know, you should know better. I should know better. You know, the, the whole, yeah, the, it's basically the lack of um, transparency in our communication. It kind of like just went downhill. And my daughter was uh, about three, three years old at the time. And that's when I decided that, 
you know what, if my marriage um, went down the drain because of the mistakes that I made, because of the way I am, then I have to do better because mm -hmm. I don't want my daughter to learn this kind of behavior from me. Again, that was like my second aha moment, I guess. Uh-huh, uh-huh, totally. <laughs> so Beautiful. When I was going through my divorce, I stayed away from everybody. You know, I was mm -hmm. in my world, it was just me, me and my daughter and probably my mom was like my biggest support system. Um, so it was just me, my, my, my daughter and my mom, because after the divorce, I moved back in with her. I just focused on us and mm -hmm. um, I cut off any of my, like all my contacts, all my friends. The only people I knew or the only friends I had at the point in time were my coworkers. They're the only people I interacted with because on a daily basis, I don't go out on weekends. Yeah, I stayed home. When I decided that, okay, I need to work on myself again. I need to do better. If I have right. to like um, start anew, start afresh, everything, clean slate, you know? And I got in touch with someone from my past. This was like the only person that I got in touch with. And I wouldn't say that he was a life coach, but he has done some mentoring and he has experience in coaching and counseling. I reached out to him. And I told him of my plans about how I wanted to do better. And I wanted to focus on myself. And I told him all the, all my, my realizations, all the epiphanies that I've had. And, uh, he did ask me like, what are the things that you wouldn't want to repeat? And that's what I made a list of that, um, less ego, uh, more transparency. Yeah. He, he mentored me as I move forward with my personal development that's when i decided that okay i'm gonna like really focus on this and i got good at it i can share uh all the things that i've done all the things that i've tried all the things that i failed while trying <laughs> <laughs> and as we have this conversation me and him he was uh there was actually a few times where he said hey there's um someone that i want i need you to talk to because i think there is a lot of things that you can share with her based on your own experience. So I started having conversations with all these people and I started sharing um, with them all the little nuggets that I've learned along the way. Oh, nice. And you that's when a thought I, leader. <laughs> yeah, that's when I thought, yeah, I can really do this. I mean, I can connect with these people because I've been where they've been or I've been yeah. where they are right now. Right? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a divorce or anything like that, but it's more of a whole life transformation. I had a huge mindset shift when I when I realized that I have to get out of the victim mindset. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. It's amazing yeah. how much like opens up that then like old like social patterns kind of fall away. Yeah. yeah. Relatable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I do know that there are people who need help getting out of this kind of mindset, but they just don't know how to and yeah. they don't know where to ask for help. And well, 100%. that kind of led me to being a coach, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like the it's not like you chose the path. The path kind of chose shows it for you <laughs> yeah, that's because uh I, I i do believe that not everybody would want to choose to be a coach or mm -hmm. or at least they um they would want to be a coach but they're just not sure how to go about doing it mm -hmm. and i never knew that there was such a thing as a life coach or a transformational coach you know oh, uh, yeah so your <laughs> eyes were opened up to a whole new realm of possibility 
yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and when I started doing this, all I wanted to do was help people. Uh, and that's when my friend told me, you know that you can actually earn from doing this? I mean, doing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sign me up, right? And of course, your inner self is like, you got this, girl. <laughs> You're like, do I? Like, yeah, you got it. <laughs> this is what brought me to where I am right now. And I coach clients who who wanted to make a change, uh, having a healthier lifestyle for themselves and their family. I've coached people who are experiencing with burnout because they just had too many things on their plate. Coached those who had problems with task and time management. And after talking with all these people, I realized that habits is not just about self-improvement, right? A habit is not just about how you treat people or how you treat yourself. Habit is a huge umbrella of things it could be your eating habits it could be your sleeping habits it could be your productivity habits it could even be your mindset habit you know Mm -hmm. how you talk to yourself your self-narration if you have a habit of always putting yourself down Mm -hmm. that's not exactly building your self-confidence not at all yeah Yeah. I, I believe that, like I said, habits makes up our whole daily lives. And it's not just about the things that we do, but also what goes on in our head. Yeah, very, very about. true. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Wow. I, you come from such a beautiful, like genuine heart-centered place, you know, just in our conversation, you know, I can tell that, you know, it's just like, it, it's coming straight from your heart because you're fully aligned with like where your soul wants you to be in this life. I never really understood that when my friend told me. <laughs> he was like, oh, you're in a life What does that mean? What does that even mean? <laughs> but yeah, as, as I learn uh, more and more on how to be a coach and how to be a better coach, I do realize that when you want to do something, whatever habits that you're trying to cultivate, it has to come from inside of you. You have to mm-hmm. genuinely want to do it and make the change. Then you would be able to keep up with it. Right. If you're just doing something because somebody told you that it's going to be good for you or because somebody puts the pressure on you to start doing it, then you're just going to half-ass the whole time or you're just going to quit halfway. Right, because you're not like truly like intrinsically motivated. Mm-hmm. Extrinsic motivation can only get you so far. Yep, yep, that's right. Opinion. That's when I realized that it takes more than willpower to actually do something with your head. Yeah, very true. So like to speak on that, like do you have any advice for somebody who's like, say, I don't know, like an extreme procrastinator? Like they'll say that they'll get to something and then it just like sits and piles up on their desk or something to that effect. Maybe even just like proverbially, like in the digital realm. <laughs> well, there are actually m- multiple reasons as to why we procrastinate. But the four main reasons that uh, the reasons why we procrastinate would be like the first one is the lack of structure. So we don't have a game plan or at least we have no idea where it is that we're supposed to do. We don't have a proper structure in, in our life. Uh, we don't have a schedule. So we're always doing things like nilly willy and go with the flow so sometimes we would put off things for no particular reasons so lack of structure would be um, one reason and Mm -hmm. uh, the task being unpleasant is another reason why we would tend to procrastinate on things like going to the gym right nobody wants to wake up at 5 a.m to go to the gym so (laughs) we always think (laughs) oh i'll do it tomorrow and i'll do it tomorrow (laughs) 
And then and tomorrow the- never comes and you still ended up paying like a year on a gym membership. Like, what the heck? Yeah. Like? And you suddenly your credit card bill says, hmm, did I even sign up for a membership in a gym? <laughs> like, oh, I don't remember going, going at all. <laughs> and the third one, third reason why we tend to procrastinate is because the, we have this fear of failure. Mm-hmm. So we put off on doing things, especially something that we've never done before. Like we've been given a new project from work or something and we put it off because uh, we're afraid of, of failing. We're afraid of doing it for the first time and um, not getting, not living up to people's expectations. Right. Mm-hmm. And the, the last very, reason very. why we tend to procrastinate is because of timing. This is one thing that most people don't realize that they're doing because for timing is when the positive effect of uh, doing a particular task is not uh, observed immediately or at least we don't get validation out of it immediately, we're less likely to act on it. So because of the delay gratification, we tend to put it off. Again, this can happen when it comes to exercising as well because we know that we don't exercise for an hour now and then immediately we're going to lose like the weight right we we have to keep on doing it so that's the reason right, why right. we we would think like what's the point you know like what's the point i'm not going to get slimmer i'm not going to get thinner like the next day so what's the point of me doing i'll do it tomorrow i'll do it tomorrow i'll do it so, and then tomorrow never comes again tomorrow <laughs> never comes <laughs> So yeah, so I guess really like to achieve your greatest dreams, you really have to focus on like the end game for that Mm -hmm. delay gratification. Yeah, definitely. When it comes to procrastination, I always tell um, I always tell people that think about what would happen if you don't do it. Mm. Like, for example, you 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 know you have this thing that you're supposed to do for work, right? And then you keep putting it off. And when you hit the deadline and it is still not done, what's gonna happen? Yikes, you're going to go into like a panic mode. <laughs> exactly. And you realize that, oh, I have to submit this like in less than 12 hours and then everything's going to be a rush. You're going to like just do everything. Um, you're, you're, you're just going to throw everything onto the document and you don't even know what reports you're, you're churning out. Right. <laughs> yeah, it won't be your best work by any means. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but imagine if you put in that, that effort to put to do the work gradually within the time period that you've been given mm-hmm. imagine what kind of uh, what kind of work that you 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 will get the results that you would get and if you're so, able to do it uh, way before the deadline you would have time to actually revisit the pro- the project or, or whatever it is that you need to do and have time to make improvements on it right mm-hmm. Very but true. again perfectionist is also another reason why people procrastinate yeah right (laughs) because they're they're so they're so uh hung up on making getting things perfect and they're thinking like if i don't have the right pen i'm not gonna write this report you know (laughs) i have have to have have my lucky pen (laughs) i have to have the right pen then i will i will do this yeah and i i need to be in the right headspace then i will be able to yeah it's 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 all about the reason why we need to do it or what's going to happen if we don't do it. Right. And it's like um, you wait for all the lights to turn green. That may never happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I really like that analogy because even after you go past the green, the first green light, there'll be another red light where you have to stop. And 
it's the same right. thing when you're doing your work you would think that oh i don't have the whole day to do this and this particular task would take me the whole day so i'm not even going to start if i can't finish it by the end of the day mm. right mm-hmm. but i mm-hmm. why i'm i mean like you can start now and if it's time for you to stop you stop and you can always just continue it the next day exactly Because, like that takes away the pressure you know yeah and you don't have to finish everything right there and then it's also important to take rest mm-hmm. and i've i've i have this one episode on my podcast about resting intentionally and you don't just take rest for the sake of oh i don't want to do anything i don't want to do any work at all so i'm just going to rest right oh yeah you- we'll put that in the show notes <laughs> We rest because we need to recharge. That is the reason why we sleep because our body needs to recharge. You recharge yourself so that you can do the work again the next day. Exactly. So Otherwise you get adrenal fatigue and that's not good. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And usually when we overwork ourselves, that's that's when that happens when we procrastinate and we wait until the last minute to do something. We exactly. start burning oil, we stay up the whole night and we might be able to produce our best work because some people do work well under pressure but do you really need that pressure right, right. like that's just like that's unnecessary stress you're creating for yourself why do you do this to yourself exactly. did you witness your parents do this as a child <laughs> you don't really need the addition you might need the pressure but you don't really need the additional stress Exactly. So, <laughs> I do have some of my friends who I understand they work well under pressure so I tell them okay so your deadline is such and such right why don't you give yourself an internal deadline and mm-hmm. like a week before the actual deadline mm-hmm. so you put aside the original deadline and you focus mm-hmm. on that 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 new deadline that you set yourself which is a week before the actual deadline. Exactly. exactly. Uh, like right? like case in point um like studying for a final exam at Harvard is like about 20 to 40 hours of work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you can't do that in one fell swoop. You go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because some people really do need the pressure in order in order to work well and and they do enjoy the whole burning the midnight oil and 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 yeah. and just diving into research after research and just get hyper focus on on their work and mm-hmm. i i do because i do understand that because everybody works differently right they everybody has their own techniques and their own methods but yeah. don't yeah. you don't really have to wait until the very very last minute give no. yourself some allowance right like give yourself yeah. some allowance so even if you have that pressure the pressure is on for you to like do the work once it's done you still have like a week to rest and then you can if it's a presentation then you'll be all re- you'll be all charged up to do a proper presentation yeah um in my public speaking class at harvard we're learning about how uh nerves are basically like lack of sleep and mm-hmm. so you can combat nerves by getting an adequate amount of sleep before giving a big presentation or speech mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yep and uh, stress is definitely not going to help you and oh. it'll be even worse if you have trouble with public speaking right you're already stressed out because you just only finished the work and then after that you have to do public speaking and you're going to stress out even more <laughs> that's no. just that's just, that's just crazy that's, that's insanity yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is yeah, bad of, um, like a, a TED talk the where someone was saying that they kept putting off uh working on their dissertation which you know ought to take you know a standard you know graduate student maybe two years of mm. 
of, of work to really get something out there that's worth publishing. <laughs> and they said that they put it off and kept putting it off and kept putting it off until they only had like 72 hours to work on it. <laughs> <laughs> what were you thinking? And then they, they, they like painted this hypothetical where they turned it in and the, the reviewers said that <laughs> the people who reviewed it said, you're a genius. This is amazing. And it's like, did that actually happen? No, no, it did not. And I had to rewrite it and take some extra time to rewrite it. <laughs> like, what were you expecting? Like expectation versus reality. This is in Hollywood, honey. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, Hollywood, that's where they, they always show that, you know, when you submit things under pressure at the last minute, like right down to the wire before the timer yes. is up. And then that is your best work. But come on. Exactly. That, because the it creates like tension in the audience to like keep them engaged. But really, yeah. though, like, why would why would you do why that? Would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> so I think I having it. that self-awareness itself um that is a habit that is a uh, yeah. that is a habit in it in itself having that self-awareness of what is not working out in your life what are the things that you're going wrong and i believe this is all because of having a growth mindset yeah. so if someone were to ask me what is the most important habit that someone should have in order mm -hmm. to make their life better and easily hands down that it would be to have the growth mindset I love that you mentioned that. Of, uh, to get into the habit of having the growth mindset. Because if you have a growth mindset, naturally what comes with it is your uh, your need to learn, your need to improve, your need to be mm -hmm. able to accept constructive criticism and your need to be able your your willingness to be able to have conversations, difficult conversations, just because you wanna learn something new, right? Right. And, exactly. And that's what self-development is all about that's what self-improvement so is all about yeah and uh, again pretty pretty much everything yeah it's really interesting that you mentioned growth mindset because that's actually like the foundation of my freebie that i offer to people if they want to continue this process of personal discovery and i was first introduced to the growth mindset by angela duckworth and mm -hmm. she coined that term as where we're you know willing to maybe try to solve a challenging problem even if we don't exactly know the answer because we have enough confidence in ourselves and our abilities this five-day challenge that I have promotes and now I wonder because you mentioned that does, is that also in line with your free offer um it does actually because oh wow fact, beautiful for me the way I see it is that when you come to me and and when you're interested in my freebie mm -hmm. you're already one step ahead than everybody else who does not have a growth mindset mm -hmm. exactly the fact right the fact that you're all you're already asking for help you're already having a mindset uh, a growth mindset yeah <laughs> I love that so if someone were to if if someone were to opt into your freebie, what would they what would they learn in terms of a growth mindset? All right, for my freebie, I actually um, did. Uh, it's it's similar to a journal. It's very short journal based. Have questions, introspective questions, where you can reflect on your current habits, uh, and it asks questions like, "What is not working out for you right now? What do you? Uh, what would you like to achieve? What are your goals?" and how do you think um, you can get there? What actions you need to take to be for you to be able to get there? So 
it's um very journal like structure but cool. at the same time it's more it's like a self coaching so nice. it asks nice. you the kind of questions that i would ask you if you were to get on a session with me right okay only that well it's for free so it's in a pdf yeah. format yeah. you can download it yeah and it also comes with an accountability tracker so once you have already decided what actions you're going to take there's a tracker included in the freebie where you can well keep track of your actions like whether you're nice, doing nice. it on a daily basis and when i included the tracker um it's not about putting pressure on you uh mm-hmm. to make sure that you take action like every single day but mm-hmm. it's more of a self assessment because like i said when you're doing something new you have to practice at it right the first few times were definitely going to be really really bad you probably like only like do it instead of doing it every single day you're only doing it like once a week yeah and that's that's okay and i think that's yeah. okay because at least when you take a look at your tracker you have physical evidence of you actually doing it so you can't say that oh i can't do this it's too difficult no you can't say that you already did it even though you've mm-hmm. done it once but you still you did it right if you could do it once you could do it again and exactly. that is the kind of mindset that's the that's the whole reason why having a physical tracker is so good and it's included mm-hmm. in my habits so, uh, in my in my freebie is it okay if i share the link uh, I, yeah of course so you can download my freebie at um, bit.ly/freebiefromirma so it's a nice. very very simple link <laughs> perfect and we'll put it in the show notes too so anybody can click on it if they want to explore further i love that my uh, freebie is bit.ly empowerment mindset and it also is journal prompts it's so funny that you mentioned that i whereas you have like self monitoring techniques um i have uh kind of like talking about like how you show up in the world and how like could be like affecting this kind of frame of mind that you're holding in terms of collaborating mm-hmm. with others so mm-hmm. yeah it almost like uh takes growth mindset to a, a different perspective so maybe we could do a freebie bundle in the future <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I would love to. I would love to awesome. because I I love it when we're able to come up with with different different things and then because they might be things that you can see that I can't see. You know, we can always mm-hmm. check on each other's blind spots and I would love to for sure. Awesome. Beautiful. Yeah, maybe we can um collaborate and create a freebie uh in the new year that would um come from a springboard of inspiration from this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! I love this is the reason why I love having this kind of conversations because you never know what what's going to pop out of it, right? You know what ideas so is going to come out. Yeah. So very true. I love that so much. So, um to wrap things up here, do you have any final like words of wisdom you'd like to share with the listeners? Um there's this one quote that I started holding on to to my close very close to my heart ever since I started doing my self development journey and that is nothing changes nothing change mm. if you want to change something you have to do something that you've never done before so you have to change something if you want something to change <laughs> yeah it's so true so very true so where can the listeners find you are you on socials i am um you can find me on instagram uh you can my handle is at ermaniza.jamal i r m a n i z a .j a m a l that's my instagram okay. handle okay perfect we'll also put that in the show notes excellent great well, thank you so much for coming on it's been a pleasure to have you thank you so much for having me on i mean this is actually my first podcast 
or at least this is my first on being on somebody else's podcast because I, I, I do have my own. And uh, thank you for giving me this, allowing me this space to share what I've been wanting to share with everybody. I share, uh, I share a little tips and tidbits similar to this on my Instagram Instagram account. I do like live twice a week. But oh, cool. it's, it's different when you're doing an Instagram live because you're talking to yourself when you're doing it. <laughs> you're actually having a conversation. So it's so nice. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little different, isn't it? <laughs> I yeah. know. Instagram lives are a trip. <laughs> and the one thing is you're looking at yourself on your phone, right? Because you have the camera on. <laughs> Yeah, but the thing about lives is they stay up for 24 hours. So like, even if there's no one there in the moment, you know, like I tend to not wait, you know, and I'll just like get right into whatever the content is for that day. So that yeah, I'm not same. like, yeah. Me too, me too. Do you do you put your live videos up for replays? Yeah, I do. I usually leave mm-hmm. them up because it's, um I go live every Monday for Mindful mm-hmm. Monday to the best mm-hmm. of my ability. I tried to record actually last <laughs> or this past Monday. <laughs> And more Murphy's Law coming into play here. Of course, it was the same time that one of the neighbors, I had the window wide open because it was like stifling in the room. And of course, one of the neighbors decided to start blasting his vacuum cleaner to like clean his car or something at exactly the same time that I was like trying to conduct a silent meditation. (laughs) It's so so funny. It's so funny that you would share that because something similar happened to me last month. What oh, happened? Was, there was like because I live I live in an um an in a apartment block building, right? So we had like upgrading construction going happening because this building is like decades old. So we have constructions happening all around. I was not able to go on Instagram live. I was not able to go to my live, Ooh, do my yeah, live. So noisy, I bet. Super noisy, yeah. So I actually went to my friend's office space. Um, I mean, he has this office space. So I went there and I had, I wanted to do my live there instead. And the funny thing is the unit that was next to him was having construction as well. <laughs> You cannot escape. <laughs> so I'm like, I give up. I'm just going to decide that I'm not going to go live this week. And then that's it. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, I made an executive decision. Like, I gave it my all because I was like listening to that recording after. And I was like, I can't post this. Nobody in their right mind would want to hear this. <laughs> Myself included. So definitely going to take that down. <laughs> I actually posted it on my my Instagram story instead. So instead oh, nice. of it being, yeah, I I was like I put the left home, went to the office space to do a live recording because it was construction at home. But then then dot 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 suddenly there there was like drilling in the background, <laughs> and you could see my friend uh, behind me. He was like standing in the corner and laughing away. <laughs> oh no doubt. <laughs> he was like. That's not your day. It's just not your day. <laughs> right? Despite our best intentions, we try to be so yeah. good on keeping up with everything. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think this is one of the examples that a lot of people don't realize, but having um, a back to habits, right? Because everything's connected. Like, we can relate everything back to habits. 
when these kind of things happen that's beyond your control, how you react to it is also a habit. It's your it's the kind of mindset that you you put yourself in. Like I choose to find it in a funny way because I do really think it's hilarious how the universe kind of like mess mess up mess you <laughs> yeah. up, right? It'll, it'll totally mess with you. It's like a cruel joke a little bit, but you're also like, <laughs> I can laugh at this. Okay. Yeah. You're just like yeah. trying you're you're getting me to be humble. This is good. This is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It just makes you realize that not everything is in your control and it's okay. It's exactly. okay. You don't have you don't have to be in control all the time. Just focus on the things that you can control. Again, that's a right. it's a mindset for me. There was a huge mindset for me as well when mindset shift for me was when I realized that because I was with victim mindset, you know, I was mm-hmm. always talking about how people are reacting to me and how people are behaving towards me and then I realized that well, I can't control how they behave towards me. But I can control how I react to their behavior. Exactly. Right? exactly. Yeah. So that's when I decided that instead of trying to control everything that's beyond my control, why not I just control and focus on myself instead? Straight up. Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this so much. I'm I'm looking forward to editing this and going through it, and it's gonna be fun. Like I love, I love every aspect of, of having a podcast, the editing process, the interview process and like interviews, just like, I, I, I tend to not have like set questions or anything just because yep. I feel like it's so nice to just let someone just, just go and flow and, and let things, you know, unfold as, as they're meant to. So yes, I, I, I do love it, but I do get scared sometimes. This is a full disclosure. I'm not afraid to like admit anything, whether mm-hmm. it's on my Instagram live or anything like that. I do have the fear of getting on sessions like this, whether it's Facebook live or Instagram live when somebody says, Oh, I'm not going to give you any questions. I'm just going to let you go ahead and, and talk because my, my, well, I remarried after my divorce and my current husband, he's always saying that when you tell a story, you tend to branch out quite a bit. So there's always a backstory to a backstory on the story on the main story that you're trying to tell. <laughs> of course, because life is a never ending fractal. <laughs> But of course, it's a backstory of a backstory of a backstory, <laughs> infinite loop. <laughs> yeah, and then sometimes, like even when I do my Instagram live, I would like talk about one particular topic, and then after that, I would digress and start talk- telling some other things, and then I'll be like, "Wait, where was I going with this? <laughs> what was I talking about in the beginning?" <laughs> it gets it gets easier with practice. I I feel you. Like um, like I feel like I'm definitely like what you would refer to as an introvert so like going and doing a instagram live once a week you know and in uh on mondays kind of is really putting me out of my comfort zone but i think in a healthy way i kind of look at it like um it's like a growing edge you know like this is a like a stretch goal you know um like an easily achievable goal would be, I don't know, like Mm -hmm. putting out like an Instagram post, you know, because you can auto schedule those and so on. But doing an IG live, it's like all in one take. So you have to kind of, yeah, just like humble yourself. And so my live is just a mindful Monday. So we do like a, a stretch to just kind of like get people to drop into the moment and just like tune into their body mm-hmm. and focus on like interoception. So they're getting in touch with the different parts of their body, seeing what needs to be stretched, you know, 
Um, and it's such a bummer because that IG live um, where the neighbor decided to start vacuuming, I did like this really fun like Shiva dance where I my eyes were closed. I was encouraging, you know, whoever was watching to close their eyes and just like feel the dance and maybe I'll re-record it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still have the recording though? Do you still have it or did you like you just deleted it from the I just deleted it because the vacuuming oh. was just it was too much and I'm you were talking about being a perfectionist I'm like oh guilty as charged if it's not the way I want it I'm not going to I'm not going to subject others to it <laughs> You know I'm I am actually going through this uh 4 day influencer summit um founded by uh, my all-time favorite man speaker um Brendan Burchard and oh, cool. he ac- he actually shared on uh during one of the session when he first started out there was once he did a recording or at least he was trying to do a recording of a workshop a 3-hour workshop well, based on habits and his his specialty so He he and he always does all these recordings standing up. He doesn't sit down. So he finished the whole three hours. Everything was done, and then when he went to press stop, he realized that he did not press record in the first place. Oh, that's happened to me so many times with different things. Working on music, yeah. maybe yeah. Oh boy, boy, yeah. Bang. And it was. It, <laughs> It's so easy for this kind of thing when when this kind of thing to ha- uh, happen to us for us to like just get so upset and just get angry and just quit and you know but he mm-hmm. was sharing how he he actually teared up because he was oh. it was so upsetting yeah. he yeah. he took a drive he stopped at the taco place get some food inside him went <laughs> for a long walk home and went to sleep and the next day he recorded the whole thing again and this time he made sure he pressed the the record button because <laughs> yeah. lesson learned <laughs> lesson learned <laughs> that's the best well, thing about failures and mistakes because you get to learn a lesson right that's true and then sometimes it's an invitation to make something even better yep yep that is true mm-hmm. that is true <laughs> uh, yeah. wow i think we can keep on talking we can we can go on and on <laughs> yeah we really can <laughs> Perhaps we could do a part 2 sometime in the future. <laughs> I would love to. I really enjoy our conversation from the very first call until now. <laughs> oh, amazing. Likewise, soul sister. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to try and catch your mindful Mondays. I know because of the time difference I might not be able to catch it, but I will take note of it. Um Mondays would be on Tuesday on my time, not unless you oh, do it on a Monday gotcha. morning. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like um Monday 2 p.m. Pacific time. Uh so. oh, Pacific time, so that would be probably around 3 a.m., I think. Oh no. <laughs> okay, no 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 no. If you it's okay if you don't show up live. No hard <laughs> If I I would want you to be fast asleep at that point. <laughs> it's it it's either around your second REM stage. <laughs> <laughs> it's either around 3 3 to 4 a.m. because I I know that um 9 a.m. Pacific time is 1 a.m. here. So Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> But you have them well, on replays, right? So probably yes, I'll try to catch the replay. Oh, that's so sweet. And so when do you do your Instagram lives? You said you would do them twice a week? Yes, I I try to do them on Wednesday afternoons, uh, my okay. time or on Friday evenings. So usually the Wednesday one is a little bit more casual, just a midweek catch up on what's going on and the, just 
just some random stuff that's happening in my life but i try to instill like some valuable sharing during that time as well uh friday evenings would be the ones that's uh, a little bit more serious and where all the well so-called teachings happening right that's when i actually share something on friday evenings um okay. i try okay. to do them friday evenings around 8 p.m around 8 8ish p.m because 8:30 is the my my daughter's bedtime so i have to make sure that she's all settled because before i start doing it otherwise oh, yeah, she'll be yeah suddenly you will see her face popping in and then she like <laughs> and then she starts taking over <laughs> <laughs> oh that's hilarious <laughs> i feel like if my, if our parents had like been in that in the like generation where they were doing things of that nature i probably would have done the same thing as a child yeah <laughs> I know, right? Oh, <laughs> that's about mommy. <laughs> Mom can go on and on and on, but enough about that. <laughs> oh, well this has been wonderful. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll do everything in our power to catch each other's replays considering I guess the time difference and yeah. um if um you or any of the listeners wanted to check out my IG lives that would be at universe pondering LLC on Instagram. So yeah. Um great. I'm not sure the- whether I followed you on Instagram, but I will check again. I tend to All right. Like, I sometimes when somebody follows me, I just follow them back blindly without really checking what their profile is about. <laughs> I feel yeah, same here. I I feel like for most people who follow me, I will just follow them back by default because I'm just like a friendly inclusive person I'll be like ah yeah, yeah surprise me what's going to show up in my feed next you know yeah i know right and then suddenly you see the, you see a particular post and then it's unfamiliar name and you're like when did i start following this person again myself <laughs> i don't i do not recall <laughs> like, uh, this uh, has been no therapy <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well this has been great Lauren thank you so much for giving me this space and this platform to share um what I do and the things that I'm so that I'm so into like yeah I habits I'm I'm always geeking out about it and when I first started out my friends got annoyed with me because every single thing that they complain about I'll be like do you know that complaining is actually a bad habit <laughs> they're like shut up <laughs> Sometimes the wise sage in the room will get silenced. Yes, it does happen. <laughs> like just let me complain, damn it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, learn my lesson. I've learned my lesson. It's all about active listening. Sometimes you sometimes people share they don't want you to fix the problem. They just want you to listen. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's so true. The nature of being a human, I think it, uh some people I think just the way that they process things, they treat other people like their journal. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. And I can I can totally relate to that because when I share things with my husband, he would immediately get into fix it mode because he's an engineer. Um, yeah, he mm. so he always has that fix it mindset. And then there was one oh. I actually shared <laughs> about my about my daughter being home because school's closed because of the covid the whole covid thing right so she's oh, like yep. able to do my work and i was 
slowly experiencing i knew i was gonna i was gonna be burned out if i were to keep on doing what i was doing and i shared with him about it and he was dumbfounded he had no idea what to how to respond so i have no idea how to respond to this because i have no solution to it and i said i told him you don't have to have a solution to it you exactly. you're not supposed to fix it you're just supposed to listen <laughs> Right, exactly. Like woman's woman's perspective here. Like let let me have the the floor for a second. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> I, I get the you wanting to be in fix it mode. It's very sweet, but but just let me just let me have some space to to get it out here and let me work it yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Now I always give a disclaimer. <laughs> I don't want you to fix it. I just want you to listen. I have some grievances <laughs> to share with you. <laughs> That is half the the aspect of being in a relationship. I feel like um me and my partner, you know, we've been together for almost five years, and yeah, mm-hmm. we're always like actively listening for one another and just like yeah. holding space and like rooting each other on, you know, like um if someone's like taking steps to improve their mental health, you know, we'll be like, yay, mm-hmm. go babe, go, like yeah, it's true because if if he was to get into a fix it mode and start giving me solutions, it's it's gonna lead to a a whole new argument and a whole different whole right different exactly. situation altogether, right? Yeah, <laughs> you're like, this is not what I'm looking for. I'm not trying to be solution oriented here. I'm just trying to vent. Okay. Yeah, and then <laughs> the men would be like, "Why are you upset? I'm trying to help you." <laughs> <laughs> ah, communication breakdown. It's always yeah. the same. <laughs> Having that self-awareness, had it right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's always the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't wanna. I wouldn't want you to have to edit so much <laughs> based on this final recording itself. But uh, I, I do agree. We can go on and on with this. Uh, it's, it's so true. So, it's so true. So it's great juicy. talking to you. It's so great oh, talking likewise. to you. agree wholeheartedly sister right exactly yeah so my partner and i were planning to go backpacking through central america and we'll be back um the end of february so yeah we could do a little check-in after like post-travel check-in yeah i would love like a couple weeks after that well i don't think i'll be traveling anytime soon because the borders here in singapore is still closed for tourism so (laughs) Mm, that makes sense yeah I feel like this is kind of we're kind of playing a waiting game where we've like been ordering a bunch of, you know, like ultralight like hiking gear, but we're still like wondering if things are going to shut down because of the the Omicron variant, you know? Yeah. Like it's just yep. yep. Wait and see kind of situation because <laughs> we're yeah, supposed to leave on December 27th, but mm-hmm. who knows what the the state of the planet will be at that point with this pandemic that this continues new, to yeah, rage on because of this new variant, right? I think that's gonna exactly. well, we'll see. Nothing really. Yeah. There's nothing really we can do but wait. And yeah, a lot yep. of things are beyond our control. We just have to make the best of what we can. Exactly. Exactly. That's yeah. all you can do is just uh, look for the silver lining in the midst of what might be a really chaotic moment for the world. Yeah, yeah. And yep. I think it's nice to just focus on the things that's in front of you rather than worry about not being able to travel and and all the, those things because I've gotten exactly. into conversations with people saying that oh the borders are closed, we can't travel and then when I ask them did you have plans to travel and they no, I didn't, but still it would be nice to have that 
possibility. This is mm-hmm. why are you even stressing on it? I mean, like you don't have to refund any plane tickets or anything like that. So just focus on on what's in front of you, which is mm-hmm. time with your family. Don't yeah, worry about yeah. when the borders are gonna happen, open up, and don't worry about. Um, when you can travel and and focus on the things that you're sure of. Exactly, yeah, and it just helps you like be present in the moment because we can yeah. die tomorrow. Who knows? Yeah. Nobody exactly. knows. <laughs> exactly, and you wouldn't want to, the last thing that's on your mind would be like, oh, will I ever, will I ever go to like this country and that country and that country? Right. Yeah. You Not a priority. Be, like, <laughs> over a future moment when the present moment is right in front of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. True. True. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. I will. Well, I will talk to you soon. And yeah. uh, just update me on when when this podcast is going to be out. I'm excited to hear and share. And I will try to catch your other previous episodes as well. Yeah. Likewise. I was able to check out your very first episode, and I was going to check <laughs> out the episodes after that. Um, just kind of like whenever I have a chance to take a break throughout the day. So yeah, I really liked what I heard though. On the first episode, it was like really raw and vulnerable but like really beautiful at the same time because like you shared how you like blossomed you know because you were like able to kind of transform your life and you talked about your transformation from like a completely different angle than this conversation so yeah you're like incredibly multifaceted Irma I love it (laughs) thank you my my origin story tends to change it depends on which timeline you want me to start talking about (laughs) because I believe like all our past experiences no matter how big or how small it, it shapes how you are, it molds how you are in the end, where you are right now, right? So there's so many things that has happened to me to, to get me to where I am right now. And I think if one of them goes missing, I would probably not be talking to you right now. I would I would probably not even be a coach right now. <laughs> right? So you could have gone on a completely different life trajectory. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much once again for allowing me to share my story and and all the things that I've learned. Yeah, I I truly enjoyed myself. This conversation has been great. Wonderful. Yes, I I really try to like give the the speaker the floor as much as possible just because that's the truth and that vulnerability and and sharing in that way is I think what really is the most appealing to what people want to listen because it's so real it's so Mm, real and authentic yeah I always try to do be as authentic as I possibly can and the fear that I had when I first started out was people from my past especially like from my ex-husband and family side and Mm -hmm. all that because I was so different from how I was back then you know I was mm-hmm. afraid that people would say that, oh, she's faking it. She was not like this. She's not the Irma that I used to know. Mm-hmm. And, and then after a couple of um, sessions uh, on, on Instagram Live, I decided, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to care about that because I'm not talking about those, I'm not I'm not talking to those people. The message mm-hmm. that I'm putting out, it's not for those people. I'm, the message that I'm putting out right now, it's for the ones who can relate to where I am, to to can relate to my journey. So if exactly. they don't want to believe about believe my transformation, then it's it's not me. It's it's right. not about it's about that. Right. Right. Exactly. Okay. So just like stepping away from anything that's not serving us, and that can include yep. people. I also yep. had yep. to make that tr- like transition and pivot about four years ago, and it's funny like. Just before I met my partner, I made that pivot and now I've like mm-hmm. met the love of my life. So it just goes to show that like walking away from the things that are just like, oh, they make you feel icky yeah. inside. Yeah. You know they're not for you and then you yeah. find what is for you. Exactly, exactly. 
and it's it's fine if you don't know what you want or where you want to be or what your goals are but you have to know what you don't want right? yeah and right. a lot of people think that it's it's important to know what you want so that you can go after it but mm-hmm. you have to you have to clear the space you have to clear the space you have to get rid of all the things that you do not want so that you can have a clearer vision of where you want to be right and all yeah, this yeah. mental um mental decla- mental clutter that you have about uh, other people's expectations your past narratives all the all the 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 things that's not going to be beneficial for you are not going to be serving you um move forward with your journey and achieving your goals or push them aside they're not mm-hmm. necessary all lessen the noise like Brandon Burchard would always say lessen the noise just mm-hmm. focus on what you want Yeah, yeah, totally. That's beautiful. What a what a wonderful way to end this this wonderful conversation. It's just like a neat little cherry on top of this delicious Sunday that we've been <laughs> cultivating here. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Awesome. And this this what happens when you just keep on recording and recording and recording. <laughs> <laughs> It's true, but I feel like some uh, with this like recording, this I can just like that. take snippets and like insert them and infuse them in ways that will work perfectly. use my sound ah, engineering prowess <laughs> <laughs> great i look forward to listening to this episode it's wonderful thank you so much once again yes anytime pleasure's all mine yes i look forward to sharing it with you i'll probably put some really fun like trippy background music and to keep everything <laughs> engaging it'll be great it'll be awesome <laughs> great all right so i talk to you soon Uh, okay, enjoy the holidays and uh, I really hope you, you and your partner get to go on the travel I hopefully this new variant is not going to shut everything down again oh yes thank you for those good wishes I hope so too it's just uh, we we will see what's going to happen just kind of yep. like we do yeah. okay Sarah Sarah whatever will be will be exactly okay Sarah Sarah <laughs> All right, I will talk to you another time, Lauren. Thank you so okay. much. Anytime. Much love, Irma. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, you too. Bye. Bye. If you liked what you heard, head on over to Apple Podcasts, search Universe Pondering Itself. When it shows up in your search results, click on it and please leave a review and rating. And after you've done that, take a screenshot of your rating and review and send it over to support at universeponderingllc.com. And as a thank you, we'll give you free access to a 60-minute masterclass, Let Go of the Scarcity Mindset, to help you effortlessly manifest success while quickly filling your bank account. Again, please leave a review and rating for Universe Pondering Itself over on Apple Podcasts. And after you've done that, take a screenshot of your rating and review and send it over to support at universeponderingllc.com. And as a thank you, we'll go ahead and give you access to our 60-minute masterclass absolutely free. Thanks for your support. Before you go, are you looking for more high-level support and curious to see if I can help you reach new heights with your personal and professional life in an intimate setting? 
I am seeking three motivated individuals who want to scale to 10K months with their business. Whether you sell products or services, we'll powerfully collaborate and combine forces as I help you automate as many of your processes as possible so you can spend more time doing what you love and manifest money in your sleep. I will provide you with mindset coaching that I've acquired through my compassionate art studies at Harvard, share insider business strategies, and help you blossom into an amazing entrepreneur who makes $10,000 a month or more. The universe is constantly expanding, so why limit ourselves? I'm well-versed in all aspects of starting a successful online business, everything from running a Facebook group, course, and digital product creation, to building a nourishing email sequence that will ensure you make sales. I'll use my Ivy League scholarly prowess to provide you with a comprehensive and extraordinary deep dive into yourself as you unearth your unique superpowers and construct business that does not burn you out, but rather fires you up. Imagine waking up every morning so ready to take on the day as you implement the proven strategies and techniques I share with you. As a cognitive scientist and organic marketer, I can help you quickly scale your business to 10K or more every month in any industry. I will show you how to quickly grow your email list and following on social media to thousands of loyal, devoted subscribers without spending a penny on ads. If this sounds interesting to you, I invite you to message me, Lauren Radiance, directly by going to bit.ly forward slash message LR on FB and send me the words case study. That's bit.ly forward slash m-e-s-s-a-g-e-l-r-o-n-f-b this will pull up my facebook messenger so make sure you're already logged into your facebook account send me the words case study and i will reply with details in 24 hours